0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show on the board YouTube channel live every weekday morning, right at this time, right around 945 a.m. Eastern time. And on this show for the free picks, we have had a bit of a tough stretch here and we're looking to bounce back with the one play that we have for today's slate bit of a weird slate here. Yeah, there's quite a few games here, but some bigger spreads, but still a play that pips is a big fan of so we'll give it that to you in just a second here but if you've been supporting the content you're enjoying the content smash the like button help drive us up in that youtube algorithm and as always subscribe to keep up to date with all of our content and hit the notification bell as well so that you never miss out but the one play today we actually go into one of those bigger spread games and we are going to the kings and the pistons look pistons lose a lot of games if they were to Go to garbage time all the time. These guys would never play. One of the guys getting minutes with his team is Jaden Ivy. And we're taking him on a couple of overs for a minus 110 SGP at Bet MGM. As always, shop around a place like ESPN Bet will have a better price on this one. But we're taking Jaden Ivey over 13 and a half points and over three and a half assists. We track this at Bet MGM to make it nice and easy for everybody to have access to it. And that is what we will have for this one. All right, Pips, we go over to you. For the handicap on this one, tell us why we're going to be back in Jaden Ivy today.
1: Yeah, we are going to Jaden Ivy because Kate Cunningham is out uh, since uh, um, he became the start. He became a starter in the in this season. He averages fifteen points a game, and that's playing next next to Kate, who had insane usage, and now he gets to play without him. And even with playing next to Kate, he averaged 4.1 assists. And last season, without Kate, he was the main guy, c- c- catching this assist line and points in like 80% of the games. Yesterday, yeah, second half, without Kate, he played 16 minutes, had uh, five assists in the second half, and scored 12 points. And that was only the second half in uh, against the Denver Nuggets, which is a tough matchup. And Kings are one of the best matchups in the league. If you take a look at the entire season, uh, they are not doing great against the guards. They are only allowing the fifth most points to guards combined. So, combined point guard position and shooting guard position. And they are allowing a lot of assists as well. So, this is a, a good matchup for Ivy to try without uh, Kate Cunningham. He has lately been a bit frustrated because he got benched a couple of games. And now with Cade, he's their main guy to run the offense with. And yeah,
0: it's just a very really good matchup against the Kings backcourt defense here. Yeah, the Kings, I mean, I saw them the other day when they're playing against the Raptors there. Um, definitely a very potent offense, but maybe not bringing it as much on the defensive end of the court. So looking to capitalize with Jaden Ivey here all right let's go to the recap of yesterday's plays as we do for every show whether it is a winning day or a losing day but in this case near unfortunately a losing day on the show Owen two for the plays that were given out yesterday uh we had the Terry Rozier under 24 and a half <laughs> did never even really had a prayer uh Terry Rozier was unbelievable in this game he had 39 points after overtime so did not go under 24 and a half and on the other side we had the Alperin under with the alternate game total and very rare we have a losing we have a losing side or total involved with one of these sgps Shen shangun goes under his point line but the game goes way over its projected line and we end up losing based on that um let's go to the houston one first of all uh yeah what was so strange about this one where all these points were being put on the board, yet Alperin Schengen still stayed under on his, his normal point total, let alone the alternate point total we had.
1: Every quarter, both teams in the bonus after six minutes. And the total of 60 free throws in the game is what killed this, this bet. Honestly. Rockets throughout the first three and a half quarters were shooting 40% from the three, and Miami Heat ended up shooting 42% from the three. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Nothing. Fred, until really started the game, like like four from five, a five from six from three. Everyone else was were making shots, and yeah, just insane pace was good actually. It was done 95% 95 pace for the game, which is way 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 below league average so yeah i didn't expect uh didn't, didn't expect 60 free-, free throws it's insane to, to even consider this 60 free throws game so yeah no under are cashing 60 free throws
0: game it is what it is we've had success with these alternate lines you know uh people may look at the fact that uh if you took like the regular shangun line it would have won but you know, we've had cover on this previously we've been shooting well above expected in terms of win rate on these alternate spreads and totals. So um, a solid play doesn't come through. The Terry Rozier side of things, I didn't watch this, but um, I know you you were messaging me that he started three of three from three. Did did Terry Rozier just go nuclear in this one or what?
1: Yeah, I mean, the defense was really good. Uh, Caruso was guarding him, and they were on the level on the screens, uh, which is very difficult for Rozier to score. He started with fading away step backs side kicks side shoots crazy stuff and everything went in and when the character realized got us hot so early confidence sky high he took like insane shots made some after so yeah also he got fouled on the three point line three times in a single game so also one of the insane parts
0: yeah So unfortunately, I mean, he didn't need overtime, but Teragir crushes this line. So we hope to bounce back and start to get a good weekend with the Tuesday bet that we have today. But we spoke about the Kings poor defense earlier. Another team that's been seriously struggling on defense this season is very surprisingly, the Milwaukee Bucks. They are 22nd in the NBA in defensive rating. And I feel like There's so many questions about this team, and they've been slandered a lot this season, yet there's still 25-12, and second in the Eastern Conference. 25-12 and would be right up there in the Western Conference as well. Do you think that the the Bucs can continue to play defense as poorly as this and still be a threat to go far in the postseason, or do you think something needs to change?
1: Well, they're always playing the deep drop coverage with Brook Lopez. And if Brook Lopez is on the floor, that's the coverage you will play. So unless they go off Brook Lopez, they'll continue playing this way. And with poor backward defense, there is no way they can have above average uh, defensive rating, especially with the pace they are playing. So yeah, this, will, this one will be, can our offense be the defense? Can we score more than, than we allow? And so far this season, it worked well. They they win in close games. But, yeah, it's sick to see some teams like Wizards putting 125 on them.
0: What area I see this being a bit of a problem here. Now, I don't know if this, let's say, will be a matchup in the playoffs or anything. But the Pacers have played the Bucks five times this season already because we now have the in-season tournament, which allows you to play a team five times. They've lost four out of five games to the Pacers. So when they play an outstanding offense, and it is just a straight shootout because the Indiana Pacers don't exactly have a good defense either. They're 26 in the NBA defense. Obviously, five games is still a small sample size overall. Like, you know, the Bucks win one more game there. It's two and three instead of one and four. But when it gets to like those shootout phases, do you see even some difficulties arising there for this team where they're committing to the shootout? But then I guess Indiana is the best at it. But even still, do they still lack a little bit for these shootout type of games that need a little bit more defensive resistance
1: i mean if you are talking about the player success there is no shootouts in the playoffs so that goes uh Fair enough. Yeah. in their favor there but yeah i don't know how how they can defend in the playoffs with backcourt of damian lillard and malik beasley that's really really difficult and yeah. if they play like team again like Nick's branson will destroy them so it will be difficult, uh, and also Cleveland Cavaliers have Garland and Mitchell. How they are going to stop this? And Tyrese they have Mobley well. and, Yeah, there is Maxi. Yeah, it's it, and also Embiid. I mean, like drop coverage. You let him shoot uh, wide open mid range entire game. If he has a good game, he'll score 40 points. So, yeah, True. It, And also some of these teams have like Embiid is a good matchup for defending Giannis. Uh Cavs have uh, uh, Allen and Moby to defend the Yanis, so it, they are not well matched. Good thing for them is that Mitchell Robinson is out, so Knicks are not that great inside defense, but everyone yeah. will be a difficult matchup if Mitchell Robinson was, was, was healthy there. And the Celtics, <laughs> like oh, they have wow. all the shooters out in the world out there,
0: yeah. I feel like yeah, the Bucs will not looking, be not
1: looking great for,
0: for them. I think the Bucs will look they, they they're still twenty-five and twelve. They're still second in the East. That's a terrific record. Like this is like the most scrutinized twenty-five and twelve team perhaps ever. But I think that this team will be in play for some defensive help uh in the guard positions as we get closer to the trade deadline. At least I think they should be because you know, they committed I mean, to David like, Lillard. They committed to the like this all-out offense, but then they sacrificed the shooting guard position. Like, all due respect to Malik Beasley, he's a fine shooter, but he doesn't really get, do much like, else. You just imagine, like, if they get like
1: one guy, like yeah. one guy can change this team from like, like um, being twenty second
0: to being top ten. Or like hey, KCP comes to mind. Like, obviously, they're not going to get yeah, him. The Nuggets, Caruso, already, but like that type. Yeah,
1: I think Bulls will soon be sellers. And uh, I think Caruso, Caruso yeah. will be the most wanted guy in the entire league. And there
0: is no better fit than playing uh, 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 with, with the Bucks. Yeah. It's just if they can. I, I'd have to look in to see, like, the picks and stuff they have. I don't have Bucks assets top of my head. But that is somebody they should absolutely make a push for 100%. So uh, the Bucks situation will be uh, interesting going forward.
1: Just one well, underrated player they lost that could help them tremendously this season uh it's javon carter great shooter great point of attack defensive player so yeah that was a bit under the radar loss but i think he will help them tremendously this season if he was still there
0: maybe they can just trade and get him back here you know the uh the golden state warriors (laughs) lost gary Payton to free agency and then just traded for him and got him back maybe maybe the bucks can do the same here with javon carter because i also agree that would be a good fit for the team we spoke in uh, pretty highly about not like super high, but we've spoken highly about the impact Javon Carter has off of a team's bench, especially a contending team's bench. So another one that could be monitored by the Bucs, but a nice short show for today with one pick and play with a lot of blowout potential on the board. But even with blowout potential, Detroit Pistons players get their minutes. And we are looking to have that with Jaden Ivey here as the Pistons take on the Kings in motor city it's a minus 110 sgp at mgm for jaden ivy over 13 and a half points and over three and a half assists check it out at espn bet as well or the score bet in ontario to find a better price on there but as always we go for the widely available option so every viewer has the best chance to tail the play that we have and that is at minus 110 so if you're tailing the play hit that like button you enjoyed the show hit that like button Subscribe to our channel to keep up to date with all the content that we have here. We go live every weekday morning with myself and Pips. Me and Kirk Evans go live Thursday afternoons as well. So, tons of content to keep you entertained. Me and Pips be back here same time tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. Thanks so much for watching.